Hello, 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 and welcome to the Greater Is In Me podcast, where each episode is intended to inform, inspire, and influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within. I am your host, P. Sloan Joseph. This podcast is all about my reflections and revelations as a wife, mother, and educator. During our time together, I hope you will learn something from my stories and laugh a little along the way. Stay tuned for today's message. Welcome to episode 38 of the Greater Is In Me podcast. And today I have a special guest. So I know that you are used to me coming and telling my story, but one of the things that I want to do in 2021 is use my platform as a podcaster to elevate other people um, and their stories. Um, And one of my word, my one word, excuse me, um, you know how everybody does a one word at the beginning of the year that's been kind of popular these last couple years my one word this year is listen and so I want to be able to model my one word by allowing other people to share their stories and I listen to them and so today my special guest is Tasha Joyner she is my younger sister and I I have to make sure I don't call her my little sister because she will check me (laughs) but she is my younger sister And I just want to welcome her to the Greater Is In Me podcast for being my first guest. So Tasha, say hello, introduce yourself to our listeners. Hello everyone, good evening. Um, Thank you Priscilla for having me as a part of your podcast this evening. Um, So like she's already mentioned, um, my name is Tasha Joyner. I am her youngest sister. I am the proud daughter of Reverend Thomas and Gracie Sloan. Um, I currently reside in Charleston, South Carolina with my husband, Jermaine, and our two children, Lauren, she is 16, and JT, and he is nine in the fourth grade, and Lauren is in the 10th grade. By day, I am the Project Prevent Officer, uh, Grant Officer with Charleston County School District, specifically the Department of Alternative Programs and Services. Um, In that role, I have the pleasure of working with seven of our schools in North Charleston, South Carolina. Um, That is a feeder pattern to the high school. that is in a neighborhood or neighborhoods that have the highest crime rate in North Charleston, South Carolina. And so one of the main um, goals with this grant is to connect students, their families and the community to mental health resources. Um, And so we all know that that begins with um, changing the stigma in the black community that is associated with mental health and mental wellness, um, as well as mental illness, um, because it is real. Um, And so that has been my, I actually just had my first uh, one year anniversary in this role. I've been super excited, even in the midst of COVID, we have been able to continue our mission um, because of the passion that I have and bring to it every day, as well as my team. 
Um, while I have been in education for 16 years, um, all of Charleston County School District, I was a classroom teacher, seventh grade English, um, then moved into the role of an instructional coach, um, worked as a climate coach, and then currently in this role um, with the Department of Alternative Programs and Services. Um, one of the biggest things is um, I call myself an equity warrior. Um, so whether it be in the instructional side, um, I always advocate, um, but also in kind of the social emotional learning side or curriculum, as well as behavior management, um, behavior specialists, um, and things to that nature. Um, and so equity is at the center of all of the work um, that I do personally, but also professionally. Yes, I'm so very proud of you and all of the work that you're doing um, in such a, so much in like 16 years when you think about how much growth and that we've all gone through. I just, um, this month um, is my 18th year um, and um, it's just, it's so funny that at the heart of what we do is is that advocacy work and that's just because of you know what we how we were raised and you know our parents and what they instilled in us that we were blessed to be a blessing to other people um and you pay it forward so the the greater is in me mission is to inform inspire influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within so Let's just talk right quick about a topic or some topics that come to mind when you think of fulfilling your greatness and then elaborate on what are some ways that you feel like you are sharing your greatness with others every day. You can talk about specifically your role at, you know, as an educator. You can talk about your role as a, as a mother, as a wife, because I know that there's intersection, intersectionality there. And then um, also I know that you, um, or have some things on the horizon that you're doing, you know, personally. So whatever way you want to dive into it, dive into that. Okay. Um, so I think the topic that comes to mind um, when thinking of fulfilling your greatness um, is I think it has to be a reflection of your purpose. Um, one thing that I always um think about, um, you kind of mentioned earlier about one word and your one word was to listen. Um, my one word as I move into greatness is to be better. Um, and so I always approach things as a mother, as a spouse, as a sibling, as a, you know, a sibling, as a professional, as a colleague, as a friend, as how can I be better in order to model being better for others. Um, and so it's always me thinking about that went okay, but how could the next time it be better? Or how can I push myself or push others to fulfill their greatness? Because I think sometimes until we build the self-confidence in order to do that ourselves and to kind of reflect on things that we've done or choices that we have made, it is important that you surround yourself around and so as far as being better 
Um, what is currently on the horizon for me um, is I have started back to get my second master's in ed leadership. Um, one thing that I've been working on that I worked on in 2020 in the midst of COVID and having extra, a lot of extra time um, was, you know, I've always wanted to do some type of consulting. Um, I have in my role professionally, I have had the opportunity to work with restorative practices through the International Institute um, of Restorative Practice. So I am a certified trainer, which also involves being a certified facilitator. Um, And so in that work, I have had multiple opportunities, not only with restorative practice, um, but also my work with our cultural competency team, um, as well as our ELA curriculum team that we're developing a new curriculum right now, is to be able to connect people and to facilitate conversations. Um, and so it is bringing people together um, and coming up with questions that cause them to think and maybe think outside the box or think of things differently um, in a non judgmental way. Um, and so that is something that. I have done professionally, but also it has drawn me into opportunities that I can do that personally as well. And so that is, you know, I have my first master's in curriculum and instruction, um, and now I'm going into ed leadership because I do not know what the next step is, um, but I do know that I want to be better. Um, And so I have to um, better myself um, so that I can be a better person for others. Yeah, I like the the whole starting with self. Um, I know you and I have lots of conversations about social emotional learning and, you know, people talk about that with kids, but we as adults have to, you know, I I call it working the wheel, (laughs) that SEL, that castle, SEL wheel, like we have to work the wheel. And I think it starts with that self-awareness, but you can't be aware until you're self-reflective and, um, and then also I say this a lot on the podcast, you know, before I come, you know, and, and record something here, like I've already worked, I'm working on it myself. Like it's something that I'm going through that I'm trying to get better at. So I love how you were talking about starting with self. And- we will continue with part two of our conversation with Tasha Joyner right after this quick message. So you mentioned earlier about having a team of people at work that work with you, but I know on our journey towards fulfilling our greatness, um, having a support system of people that encourage you and also hold you accountable, I think that's key. Um, That's very important to us being everything that we're supposed to be. So just think about a a couple of people I know um, that I know some people that you're going to shout out, but um, just shout out some people that you feel like are that true support system that will hold you, that will encourage you, but also hold you accountable. And so in some ways, they get some of the credit for the success that you have and the things that you are able to feel, fulfill that greatness that you're on a journey to fulfill. So of course, I'm going to start by saying 
you know, it's like my awards acceptance speech is um, first and foremost, I want to give thanks to God. Um, but God is, you know, my <laughs> primary support system. Um, I do feel like, you know, everything that I do personally and professionally right. is guided by him. Um, if I would just listen sometimes. So that goes back to your word. Um, <laughs> but um, as far as my earthly support systems, um, of course, my family. Um, so Jermaine, my husband, Lauren and JT, they are a constant um, reminder of where I'm trying to go um, and why I'm doing it and how I need to do it. Um, And so they truly are a support system. Um, Secondly, I would say um, our mother, Gracie, um, because she will tell you when you're right, but she will also tell you when you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, She will give you a a word, um, but she will also give you a laugh. Um, And she will talk you and walk you through whatever it is. Um, So if it is something that you're doing right, she's going to continue to encourage you and say, how are you going to continue that? Or if you're wrong, how are you going to make it right? And if there's anything that she can do to support you in that, you know, she's going to pray for you. And but she's like and she's going to remind you the next time she talks to you. Did you take care of that situation? Yes, you Um, And then, you know, last but not least, um, my BFFs, um, which are also my sisters. Mm -hmm. So Mary Elizabeth, Queen B, um, Mm -hmm. and you, Priscilla. Um, It is rare that your sisters are your BFFs as well. Um, but there is a reason behind that. We, you know, have a, we have similar values. We, you know, we share parents. Um, but also I think we all have a uniqueness to us, um, that really supports not only us, each other professionally, um, but also personally. And we are our biggest cheerleaders. Um, and we know when to lean in and we know when to step back. Um, and so just having, you know, people around you that know that balance without you telling them when you just need to be alone. But when you need that word, it's so important. Um, and so I encourage everyone um, to get that true um, support system. Unfortunately, you cannot have mine um, because my BFFs <laughs> are my ride or dies. So. Right. Like you, you need that, but you can't have what I have. Like go get your own. Right. Um, so I do, I do think that we, um, you know, we do have some common values, but we complement each other. And, um, I loved how you said, you know, knowing when to lean in and when to step back. I think that's really important and not getting offended if somebody just needs that space. Um, and just knowing that's necessary for them to fulfill their greatness that exists within. And I think when you know that somebody has to step back for a moment, you, you don't get offended because if you are surrounding yourself with people that are also chasing, I want to fulfill my greatness, then you can respect like the different ways that they move in doing that. Um, so let's talk about a quote or anecdote that, you know, kind of helps you stay focused, you know, on your journey of fulfilling the greatness that exists within. Um, So when I think of um, where I am now, um, so I will say this has, um, I've kind of moved from different things from um, be still and know, um, but right now I am in the faith over fear. 
um, moment that is what I live by um, personally and professionally every day. Um, but more specifically, um, my most my favorite combination of that is uh, when fear knocks on the door, send faith to answer. Um, and so what I have found recently is even if my voice trembles and even if I am sweating, um, even if I'm getting my hands are clammy, um, I know that when I speak up and I speak out, um, that the Lord is guiding, you know, what I am saying, because it is coming from a place of, um, wanting to advocate, wanting to be a voice for the voiceless, um, being a breath of fresh air, um, being a, not only a, having a seat at the table, um, but being invited back, um, Mm -hmm. and being listened to, um, it is people asking to sit at my table, um, versus always inviting me to theirs. (laughs) Right. And so, I think it it truly has me being that faith over fear. Um, and some people say, do it and do it if you're even if you're doing it scared. Um, and so because I think we often um, and JT's playing basketball right now, so this is why this kind of just you know you <laughs> you will always miss the shots that you don't take. Um, and so there are always opportunities out there. Um, and sometimes you have to make the opportunity for yourself. Um, but do it fearlessly and do it with the faith, knowing that the purpose behind it, the reason behind it, um, and the genuineness behind it. That's good, Tasha. That like, That's real good. Like I was sitting here, like kind of taking some notes because, you know, I like to take notes. And I just like, and all of my notes are in hashtags, of course. Uh, But but, I mean, that was like good, like some Chick-fil-A waffle fries. That was really good. Well, Um, my pleasure. See, (laughs) come on through with it. Customer service. That's why, you know what? I wrote down that you were saying something about not only having a seat at the table, but people ask me back. That's why people keep coming back. Cause you, cause that's why we keep going back to Chick-fil-A. Yes. Because they act right and they talk right and the food tastes good and they treat you well. They do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing we have in common. So we have our parents, siblings, and we love Chick-fil-A. And we love advocating for people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are about to wrap this up. Um, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. And these are things like the, the, the good thing about this is like I know your story and I know what you do but just to hear you talk about it like every time you talk about it I'm like oh I'm so proud I'm so proud and you um you know my the hashtag for greater is in me is you know hashtag inform inspire influence and you do all of that for me like you really do all of that for me um and I just wanted to share you just for a little bit just want to share you with the world for just a little bit but y'all y'all can have a Tasha but you can't have my Tasha you gotta find your own Tasha (laughs) Um, so any final words of advice or even a challenge that you'd like to leave with my listeners? So, yes. So I do believe, um, 
kind of how I mentioned earlier is that you do have to start with yourself um, because, you know, there are all these sayings that you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, you know, don't give, you know, people more than you're willing to give yourself. Um, and, you know, oftentimes a part of my job is showing empathy um, and giving grace. But as much as I advocate for giving grace and for um, self-care, um, really stepping back to focus on my own so that I can be the best version of myself for whoever I come in contact with. Um, it is very hard because you get caught in the, mo- in the moment and um, you get kind of caught in the everyday things and all of that. But I think you also need to take the time to pause um, and say, to yourself is what if what I'm doing in this moment is this going to help me be a better version of myself for others is this going to make me be a better mother a better wife a better colleague a better sibling a better um, daughter um, a better person um, to kind of do this work that I've been given a skill set to do um and so I think the best thing to do is to take care of yourself um so that you can take care of others that's a good word that is a good word that's a dessert right there I don't know about y'all but I'm full I'm full and everything she served today tastes good every every everything clean plate go ahead I love it. I just, I am just so thankful that you came, that you took time out of your schedule. Um, We've been busy all day, both of us, but just making that time and sharing space with me. Um, Before we go, um, how can people, you know, stay in touch with you if they want to ask you more about your job, if they want to do, um, have you do some consulting with them, want to talk to you about advocacy, um, how can they get in contact with you or stay connected with you? So the best way to stay connected with me is via email. Um, and my email is tjoiner, so T-J-O-Y-N-E-R-1908 at gmail.com. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard that 1908. <laughs> now I talked about this. I talked about this the last episode that knowing about HBCUs is a must in 2021. Now, challenge number two, knowing about the divine nine. Yes. And knowing about (laughs) the purpose between the pink and green and the 1908 and the first and the finest. Right, all of that. All of it. We gotta do better in 2021, all of us. Not just some of us, but all of us, but we are here. Greater is in me, is here so that we can all know better and do better. Um, I want to thank you, Tasha, for being with me today and being um, just sharing with our li- my listeners, um, sharing your story and um, being willing to have people connect with you beyond this episode to continue this work. I tell people every episode, uh, number one, like, share and subscribe. Or as Jeffrey would say, tell your friends <laughs> anytime he's selling something. He wants me to take it to school. Tell your friends. Okay, Jeffrey. All right. Um, Number two, 
Tasha mentioned this earlier, and I'm going to say it again as I do every episode. Give yourself grace. You can't give what you don't have. So give yourself grace, and then you're more likely to turn around and give it to somebody else. Please do. And number three, take time each and every day to reflect and reaffirm yourself by saying, greater is in me.